Hey, welcome back to On the Tea Box, Matt and Jeff. And uh, quick shout out theme music brought to you by Drew Davidson. Got to give it out to him. Davidson, D A V I D S E N, DrewDavidson.com. Also, to my wife who decided to, who's the social media guru of our family because she has a business. So she's out there doing all this. So she did some tagging and all that stuff and so we got a few listens maybe because of her so thankful for that um so matt here we are week two we had a few listeners that's pretty awesome yeah thank you everybody we appreciate it i'm Um, surprised the kids aren't the social media uh gurus in the household but your wife does an excellent job well they're out of most of them are out of the house i have a 14 year old that's pretty much in the house so my wife running her own business is what really kind of pushes that along so right it's helpful I can put technology together. I'm just not going to be the one that's going to be <laughs> getting us out there on social media. So, oh, by the way, yeah, we do have an email address. So if you are so inclined to want to contact us on the T-Box 22, because we started the year 22, at gmail.com. So if you want to contact us, love us or hate us, don't really care. Um, again, it's just we talked about this last week. Matt and I do this because we love golf and our point of view is sitting around a fireside having a few adult beverages and discuss golf so that's so you can hate us or love us for our opinions but there are opinions and and honestly feel free to ask questions sure i mean we'd love that too yeah so why do we feel this way why do you feel this way about this player why do you feel about this way about that player fantasy questions whatever it may be we're going to start making picks next week yeah uh, I will give you my fantasy pick later. Oh, by the way, speaking of fantasy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you know, how did it go for you this week? And I'm telling you, this is kind of funny. So, <laughs> Well, so I jinx myself, right? Because sure. the first two weeks, I'm sixth. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing pretty well. Right. Homa. Love Homa. Love Homa. Homa's great at this. He's playing well. Cut. Cut. Now, the interesting thing is, and I, and I will tell this, I'm going to be straightforward with everybody. The last two years, I've kind of like taken a mental break from like actually watching and caring, and it's kind of been one of those things. Um, I have my three boys, so I have five kids. Four of them are out, pretty much out of the house. I have a 14-year-old that's still in the house. But my three boys love baseball. They're, they are baseball freaks. Yes. Um, and, and they're good at baseball. And they're good at baseball. Yeah. Um, so – Baseball runs amok in our house, and that kind of takes precedence over talking golf. Now, my oldest son, through the pandemic, took up golf and loves playing golf, oh. follows a little bit, but is not one that's going to like sit down and talk to you about PGA Tour. Right. Now, speaking of, you know, this is going to rub you the wrong way, and I apologize, but this is just the way life is. He's a Red Sox fan. Oh, I know. I so, know. I, I knew that. So, <clears throat> I so, still like him. Still, <laughs> I still like him. <laughs> But just real quick, so, you know, there's uh, – he loves Bryson DeChambeau, mm. you know. Okay. And, uh, but I got, I got one thing off a bucket list that I thought I would never have, that I would never have happened in my life. And I was just like, wow, this is really cool. Just, and then we're going to come back to golf. Opening day, Red Sox, 2022. You're going. I mean, 2021. We oh, last, last year. year. Last year, yes. That's right. You took the trip up. Might as well have been at a football game. It was so stinking cold. Right. I mean, we were dressed for we were dressed for football. We weren't dressed for baseball. Was that end of March or early April? 
early April. Early April. Yeah. yeah, it can go either way up there. Yeah. So I, uh, and it didn't go the off, right way. We could get on a whole other podcast about where baseball should be in the spring. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> My feeling is it's kind of like golf. You do a southern tour, you know, southern western tour, and, and then, you know, that's how you, you start off the spring. You, you start off the new year. You stay south. And I don't understand why baseball doesn't do that. I mean, I understand you want to get the fan base in there. But anyway, let's let's get back to golf. Okay. Okay. So what do you think of Farmers Open? Great tournament. I was really shocked at who who was actually ended up top ten. Because I guess my thing is, like I said, I haven't really been paying much attention to it the last two years. So I was my expectations were totally different. Yeah, I mean you had a couple of guys there that you expected to be there, Rom. Um but, but this goes back to what, what we've been talking about. Now, this was a Wednesday through Saturday tournament. Correct. And so some of those guys went out and shot really well Wednesday and didn't Thursday. Some guys shot well or didn't shoot well Wednesday and then did shoot well Thursday, which right. oftentimes that's how it goes. Right. Um, but the tournament itself, and I didn't watch much of it, um, was better than I ever thought it could be. I mean, Day shot on 14, that eagle. You... I thought that was going to propel him into the winner's circle. Right. So we thought. So we we also mentioned last time about golfers that were like, oh yeah, you know, we haven't seen him for a while. Jason Day was one of those guys that we left out. I come back to Matt on Thursday. I'm going, we forgot about Jason yeah. Day, and what we and we just loved Jason Day. And then there was so to see him back in the hunt again was totally fantastic. I was so excited, and I thought that that eagle on 14. Man, that was a heck of a shot. Was just gonna be, the, it. you know, it. Yeah, right. Was gonna turn. Was gonna turn his game around. And I was just. I thought like he truly was just gonna like just trounce through the rest of the the rest of the four holes that he had left. I did too. Then then all of a sudden, Luke List. Yeah. Well, but I'm just I'm just looking at what I was looking at as I watched this, and it's funny because I turned it, I turned it on, and my family goes, "Up, oh, Dad's doing his homework." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I got a so great, true. So now I have a great reason to be sitting sitting around watching golf on a Sunday. That's right. Um, and and I'm watching, and I'm just watching, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm, but I feel that I feel that pain of not being able to hit a fairway. And I'm surprised that it was consistently a struggle for every golfer finishing up that round. And it just like nobody. Could hit that fair, those fairways in the end, just could not. Yeah, it wasn't one or two guys. It was the entire leaderboard. Right. Like every time somebody would hit one, you'd be like, "Well, that's going left." Like nobody could hit it down the middle. I mean, there's not like there was any wind. Right. I mean, it was just. I it guess, was perfect conditions. <laughs> perfect. I guess it was just pressure last round of a major. With again, some guys you don't expect to be there, like Luke List. But I mean. Rom couldn't hit a fairway for crying out loud. I right. mean, everybody. It was wild. Yeah, and I thought I thought for sure like Jason Day had known had known what that type of situation is like. And I'm not putting the guy down. I, I you know trust us. We're not putting any. No, I don't hit fairways. Right. I don't hit fairways. No, we don't hit fairways. We're we're just talking as golf fans. And shame on us, by the way, for not mentioning Day. Yeah. But we haven't seen him play in two years. 
it seems. It's, it, it, it's, it wasn't that. I think but it was close to three that he's actually played. <laughs> I mean, but I understand. We, we both understand that there was family ish, family health issues going on there. And we understand, like, you got to take the time to yep. be with your family. We understand the grind of what it means traveling, not being around your family. And we're not, we're not taking – we're not losing sight of all that. Mm-mm. But what we're also thinking is you should – it's your job. This is your. This is your. Excuse me. This is your occupation you chose. So this is what. And there's sacrifices made, and they make a lot of great sacrifices. I'm not saying. I'm not want to. I don't want to take that away from anybody. Right. But I thought for sure you you understand that pressure. You've been there. I mean, they had the graphic up, 2015, 2016. The dude went and won seven titles, seven, seven tournaments, seven tournaments. Yeah. In 297 days was there was the graphic and was number one in the world. Right. Yeah. So he know, so he understood that situation. Now, is it just because he's been away from it for a little while that it was the nerves came back again? I, I, we have to we have to assume that. And see, that's the fascinating part about golf because it's such a mental game that even if you're Jason Day and you're a normal a, a former number one player, then yeah, on the back nine, even after you eagle fourteen, sure you can have pressure. You can feel it. He hasn't been there in a while. And to be fair also, he's had back issues. He's had health issues himself. It is It is funny you just mentioned that. Like, it is your job. It's a delicate balance, right? You sure. need to balance your job um, and your family life and, and friends and all that kind of thing with health and all that kind of thing. It, it's very difficult. But, yeah, he's one guy that we didn't mention. And when we talked on Thursday, we were like, oh, my goodness, we are we screwed that up. Yeah, we totally look like non-PGA Tour fans. Totally. <laughs> when we <laughs> saw him like, at the oh, top of the leaderboard, we're like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's, we, that's a problem. That, and that's why we feel like, <laughs> hey, give us your comments. So, real quick. On the tbox twenty two at gmail.com. Yep. Send us your send us your hate mail. Send us your love mail. It'll, it'll be kind of fun to see. Um, if you hate us, uh, you know, again, we're two guys sitting Do- around. Doesn't bother us. Doesn't bother us. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the mental game. Yeah. So those that missed the cut. Oh boy. DeChambeau shot a seventy and a seventy two on Wednesday and Thursday, which is not terrible. Not terrible, but wasn't. But wasn't good enough. But wasn't good enough. Yeah. Again, the three hundred and fifty five. Thousand yard drives aren't going to get you the, uh, you know. Right. It, it is fun to watch him blast it though. I, I sure mean, you is. can't. Brooks Kepka, Kepka, 70, 74. Ricky. Oh, this is where we're going. This is where we're going to go. And then, and then I, I asked Matt for a little bit of leash yep. and a little bit of line and let me run and then I'll come back. So let's, so we'll get to this in a second. Ricky, 66, 76. He was 100%. Greens in regulation on Wednesday. Didn't miss one. 100%. Yeah. Striking the ball perfectly. Thursday, he was 45. Oh. Oh. I'm pretty sure if I didn't write down a percent, or maybe I did. Hang on. I did. I'll look here. So fairway, so fairway, greens in regulation, 100 on Wednesday. Greens in, uh, fairways hit 64. Thursday, Greens and regulation, 66%, which is not terrible. No, it's not know, terrible. 28% fairway. Yeah. So when you can't hit the fairway, you're not doing you're not doing anything. You're not going to be able to get yourself out of it. Scrambling's not going to get you a win. No. So so here's here's do I have my leash now? Yeah, go ahead. Leash okay. it. So here's my leash. So here I'm gonna run. Unleash it. We're gonna just bring in the NFL or any other sport. So we're gonna bring NFL in. Greatest, in my mind, the greatest, some of the greatest 
two of the greatest quarterbacks that never won a Super Bowl. Dan Marino. Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers. Now you look at, okay, well, what was going on there? Were they never given, were they never given a proper front line? I, I, I just don't know. Then you also, <coughs> excuse me, so now we look at Matt Stafford, who was seemingly an average quarterback, now moves to the Los Angeles Rams, and where is he going? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So if you have if you have it so that your offensive line can't hold you can't hold you in the pocket and and give you the time to be able to think and and, and look at the field and see what you have as options, your 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 confidence goes down to nothing. So and I look at these other sports and you got timeouts. Yeah, you know, you have intermissions, you have all that. Golf doesn't. No. You don't have a timeout in golf to say, "Hey, you know what? My last drive was really errant. Let me go talk to my swing coach. <laughs> Let me can I go back over to the, you know, can I go back over to the to the practice area and hit a few drives and let me work my kinks out?" No, you, you just don't have that opportunity at all. Talk about being on the clock if you did that. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> we would never get we would never get through a golf round. No, if if that's what the op- if that was an option, right? But that's what plays. That's what makes golf so unique in that you you have to physically grind it out with you and your caddy, and so when your mind starts to go, and you and you hit that you miss that one putt that was nine feet breaks a little bit right to left and you thought you read it right and it lips out. I mean, that can just send you into a complete frenzy that you're not going to be able to get yourself out of. No doubt. Depending on the person. Depending on the person. Yeah. And some, as we know, some players do not handle that stuff well. They run a little hot um, and they, they can't recover with some of that stuff. And, you know, Sergio is one of those people who runs hot. Rom runs hot. But he seems to have somewhat figured it out now. Like he can control it a little bit better. A few years ago, I didn't really like Rom coming out because he was so angry and but and he's still fiery, which I like. But he seems to have reeled it in a little bit. Ricky's another guy. Rory can fall into this when things don't go well for him. He can kind of check out for a little bit. We've seen that too. Right. And yep. so that goes back to your point. Um, you're hitting. 70 shots, not four, but it's not a baseball game. You're hitting 70 shots, and you're right. You don't have time to, oh, what the heck did I do there? There's no time. You can talk to your caddy. Right. But you're right. You're not going back to the— your caddy's not your swing coach. The caddy is not your your sports psychologist. Right. You you have to learn how to deal with it. And I think that that's—and I think in some ways it shows that— some of these players look a little bit stoic or robotic because they're trying to keep their head level. And so is that, is that just part, is that just part of this, the game that, you know, psychologists are trying, Hey, you just got to stay level. And that's what, you know, as a, as a, as a guy, as a father who coached youth baseball, you know, when you, when you're working with 10 through 14 year olds and you're, and they're on the mound and, you know, you, you know they threw a strike, and the umpire just sits there and goes, "Ball," and and then the, your kid, your pitcher looks over at you, and they're like, 
And I'm like, just throw it again, you know, and yeah. you, you can't and you have to put the last pitch behind you and you have to throw the next one. And that's but you still have multiple pitches at the same batter to be able to get through it. Right. You got one tee shot on this hole that you have to get. And all that can be happening now is what did I do on that last drive that I go that I went ahead and and tossed it, tossed it right or tossed it left. And, I'm you know, now I'm. Now I got to figure out what I did wrong, and and, and now I can overcorrect, correct, and yep. hit it the other way. Yeah, there's a, a a million things that goes into it, which is why we love it. You you I mean you don't like to see the struggle of a round, but you like to see guys navigate certain after certain shots or certain holes or a lip out, uh, and and you know how they respond, and and some guys are much better at it coming back either the next hole or the next shot than other guys are. That's so do you think Luke List had the advantage going into that going into that playoff hole? I mean, it, it, it's tough to say because he's never won before. Right. But Will Zalatoris, yeah. Did you watch did you did you watch any of his putting? Like he I won, did. When he his putt is pure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It because when he lines it up and you watch because they all put the little stripe on the ball now. So it's like you right. his stripe stayed dead on. Oh yeah. With his with his line, and I'm like, man, that that he just is really pure. Yeah, which is really kind of fun to watch. And and when he had that last putt uphill, eight footer, eight footer. Yeah, and you're going, all right, and they're like, it's pretty straight, you know. And did not expect him to miss it. Did not expect him to no. miss it. And then you and you see and you see the ball, and you see that it's another pure it's another pure strike on that putt. And right at the just because he didn't put enough on it, yep. Just, just right at the cup, just tails tails off. Yep. By the way, that guy could eat a sandwich. He is super skinny. That guy. Wow. <laughs> he needs a burger or two. He needs a burger or two. <laughs> Cut the salad out. Just kidding, Will. Um, but that's a great point. Like, who did have the advantage there? Because obviously, Will has won what, a couple times. Once, once or twice. Not many. once or twice. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. He won in twenty twenty one. I looked at it a little yeah. bit. And listed never won, so it's not like these guys have been there before. So who had more pressure? I don't know. I mean, usually when you haven't won and you're trying to get there, it can put a little added pressure. Or maybe he's just like, hey, we're here. It's playoff. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. But he deserved it. I mean, uh, Zelator certainly could have tied it. Right. But not enough mustard. We, uh, I mean – Watching the playoff hole, I thought was so interesting to see how. But I mean, they they were playing pretty much neck and neck. So I mean, they both. I mean, they were inches away in this in, in the, the bunker in the fairway bunker. <laughs> Unbelievable! Which was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. <laughs> uh, and then, and then they obviously both play it safe coming out, which I get. But man, that that third shot. Oh. Was just so laser, and just he knew exactly he. He might have had the advantage of it. Maybe Lukeless had the advantage because he had seen the green and where the pin placement was to actually – but, I mean, so did Zal Torres. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that point's kind of mute because Zal Torres saw it actually much sooner he than Lukeless. He did. Two hours, almost two hours oh waiting. Oh, my goodness An gracious. hour and 45 minutes from the, <laughs> your end of your round right. to now you're going back and teeing off in the – Almost in the dark. Yeah. You know. That was the other crazy thing, how late it was. How dark. Yeah. yeah. It was It was interesting because 
knowing how the knowing how television cameras work, I mean, we they make it look like it's daylight out. It truly was like not, two o'clock in the afternoon on TV. Yeah. I mean, they got enough they got <laughs> enough gain on those cameras that can make it look you know to, can totally fake you out. It was dark. Yes. It was truly dark, and it to was. be able to like to be able to pull those shots off was pretty was pretty spectacular. Yeah, it was. It was it was a much better tournament than I expected going in. By the way, um, this week with the AT and T Pro Am, I got to be honest. This is perhaps my least favorite tournament of the year. Mine too. Really? Yeah. The reason I say that is it's three different courses, and you they only really are on one course, and they'll they'll show highlights of the other two courses. But you're not fine. Like if like if uh, Spieth is on whatever course it is, and it's not the main course, you only see about four or five shots of him around. It's very fr- now. I've, I'm I'm glad for the celebrities and they they can play and whatever. It's it's and that's fun. And when they show the main course, that's fun. But it, to me, on TV, maybe if you're there, it's different. But on TV, for me, it's not a good watch. I think if you're the casual fan and you you want to see how the celebrities are playing, <clears throat> yeah, that that's kind of the draw. I kind of lose a little bit of that. I'm not quite sure how you. Because I'm watching like highlights with Bill Murray on there. I'm like, I don't know how you concentrate as a professional when right. you got when you got that that going. And I don't want to take away from the tournament because I feel like there's a reason for it. There's a reason why it's successful. It's not my cup of tea to watch this week, which is why we said we would really kind of pick it up with the waste management Phoenix Open. So that's that's kind of the way that I look at it. To me, I feel like this is the tailgate party. Before you you start to before you kick the season off in full gear, nothing wrong with it. No, nothing, nothing wrong with it. No, no, and, and like you said, it serves its purpose. But you go from maybe the least like likely or liked tournament to top five best, right? The week after, yeah. I mean, it's such a remarkable difference. So yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna start our picks um, for the season until until next week. Um, I will tell you quickly for my fantasy pick. Which I did so well last week with Homa. Yeah. So uh, use caution. I like Berger. He is number two for this week, as the pros are picking him. Oh, okay. So they're top. The pros top ten. Kevin Stroman is ten. Right. Seamus Power is nine. New to me. So again, if he's relatively new, that's fine. Yep. Justin Rose, Cameron Tringali, hmm. Will Zalatoris is number six. Uh, by the way, he just withdrew oh, that's right. due he to did, COVID. Right, that's right. So I did see that. So and is out. So have that. a burger. Maverick McNeely. Love that name. Wow, that is a great name. I love that name. I'm going to have to follow that. I'm going to have to follow that up a little <laughs> bit. Um, then, we, then we come down to the next two that we just feel like they should play Listen, well. This is, this is shine, guys. Shine. Just, just go out there and, you know, just stripped a Serlin off the golf ball. Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantley. Yeah. Let's go. Let's just stripe it off. Let's 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 just make the golf ball scream. I right, Jordan Spieth, buddy. Yeah. Matt and I adore you. We want you to just kick the can on this tournament and just go. And just have fun. And and just go play golf like like we know you can. The the only thing I worry about, and and by the way. This tournament pales in comparison to the European Tour, or what do they call it now, the DP Tour. That's got like five top 10 players. This one has three, or top 20 players. So this field, to your point, Spieth, 
this field is not that great. It's good, but it's not that great. Um, the thing I worry about Spieth, and tell me if you agree with this, he's so serious. He can have fun, but he is very serious a lot of the time. And can he let loose a little bit playing with celebrities those first couple of rounds? You know, like that, that I don't know if that has any effect on him or not. Maybe it depends on, well, he's probably playing with Jake Owen. Who's yeah, good I buddy? Looked, I have not looked at pairings. I didn't either. Uh, that's that's part of what I that's part of what I look at. I look yeah, at. Yeah, you love your pairings. I, I love can't pairings. Believe you didn't. I didn't look at the groupings yet. Um, <laughs> there's only you know there's the one thing that I I want to try and make sure with this podcast is yeah. it's conversation and it's not just a bunch of stats. Um, yes, because. I, we ha- I don't want to be AWS. I'm not an AWS. I'm just a guy that wants li- likes to watch golf. Matt, you are a little bit more towards the AWS side of things, and that's fine. I, I understand. You know, yeah. I, I love stats too. Um, it's just I-, I don't want it to become that way. I want it to be. No, I want I to don't. stay conversational. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so I really, I really think that this is this should be a tournament that it should come down to. If we were be so lucky, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth being in the final pairing somewhere in there and put on a show for us. Absolutely. But um, I, th- I just think it gets, I think it gets hard when you have the distractions of a Bill Murray on the course. And that's, again, that's not. Yeah. It's, it's, that's just my opinion. Just my it, opinion. It's just the nature of the tournament. It's just one of those. It, we don't have many of them. There's what, two that the celebrities play in a year. Right. Yeah. So this is one of them. Um, so again, we're going to move past it. I can't find who the celebrities are. I'm assuming it's Jake Owen because they're good buddies. But Ryan Palmer is his playing partner. Okay, that's a good pairing. That's a good pairing. Yeah, Ryan's actually been playing really well. He's he really has. He's been. I, I was surprised to see where he was, and I thought, you know what? That's I'm I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see somebody that. Okay, he obviously has a heritage in here, but you still got to you still got to play your own game, and it's good to see that he's. Starting to really kind of kick it into gear. Yes, totally so. agree. Um, Chapel is playing with Cantley. Well, that's good. I like that pairing. That's a good pairing too. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, it's Jason, all about Mojo. Jason, it's all about Mojo. And uh, yeah, Jason Day and Nick Taylor. I mean, Berger and Griffin. That's a good pairing. Now, so, now it was interesting because. And looking, and this is what I'm talking about. Will Zalatoris, Jason Day were obviously in the final pairing, and Will Zalatoris just was so happy for Day when he nailed that eagle, you know. Absolutely, and, and that I, was and great I, to see. And I love seeing that. I, you know, there's. There, I'm not saying you know you're running up and you're and you're jumping on the other guy, going, "Yeah, that's such a great shot." I understand that, but I want to again. I want to see a little bit of excitement, and that brings me to the next point. Did you see? You're not on Matt's not on Facebook. No. Guess who turned who would have turned 65 this year? Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart. He was plastered all over. Now I was thinking about this. I'm watching some highlights. I'm like going, this guy had more knickers. Oh my gosh. Than his wife probably had dresses. (laughs) (laughs) His wardrobe probably outshined his wife's wardrobe. I, I think you're right. And it's phenomenal, and that's what, and that's what I would love to. That's what I would truly love to see. And I was not the only one looking at comments across Facebook. I was not the only one that would that wants a player to like, like that 
back on the tour. Oh, we're, so this is something Jeff mentioned last week that he would like somebody like Payne Stewart, and just the people charisma did agree with you. So. Just the charisma. Yeah, you know, like they were talking about oh. Aaron Rye, nice, you know, good young dude, yeah, good, good young golfer coming up, but. Again, he just looked, he hit some phenomenal shots and everything was just so stoic. And you see Payne, you see these highlights of Payne Stewart where the, the guy's just jumping around and he's fist pumping and, you know, and just showing how excited and he just loved the game. And I'm not saying these guys don't love the game. It just looks so, it can look so business. Yes. Yeah, you're right. There's not enough characters. I mean, we don't need club flipping like we have a bat flip. Right. No, no, no. We don't need that. But I, but the the club twirl I like the club twirl it's fantastic the fist bumps um, when Spieth holed out at Hartford and he you know back bumped his caddy and he threw his club phenomenal yeah that stuff's great put something put something into the game you know give yeah. the fans a little bit of something ver- I, versus always the hat tip or you know what I, I just right. feel like somebody's got to look a little less robotic out there yeah and that's and that's the charisma that Tiger had as well. He, he no had question. that. No, no doubt. Yep. He, could, he could display his emotion and yet keep himself in check and his game excelled no matter, no matter what. And, yep. you know, when he, when he really struggled, he really struggled. Yes. And, and I felt bad for him when he would really get into that mode. And I understand it's hard to get out of that no matter how good of a golfer you are. Oh, my gosh. But, man, when he was on, he let everybody know that he was feeling it. And these guys just – I made a birdie putt. Okay, good. You know, show the ball to everybody, and everybody's clapping, and that's and that's the extent onto of it. Like, the next no, box. Onto yeah. the next, onto the tee box. And yeah. Just that's where I feel like you're you're gonna miss out. That's why, I like, if you look at Payne Stewart, and you see that charisma going on there, I was like, wow, that's he would have turned sixty five. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely had more of those guys back in the seventies, eighties, and nineties than you do now. It is much more business. But look, I, we get it. It's a hard sport to play, right? And you want to stay mentally focused. But you know what? Letting loose every now and then when you hit a big shot or a big putt, I love that stuff. Like you see that next week, waste management sixteen. There are going to be guys who raise their arms and go, "Hey, louder, let's go!" Right? You never see that anywhere else. That's and that's why we want to start with the waste management open. <laughs> that's right. Which we will do. Which we will do. Yes. So. So what we have coming up, just so you have, so we have Waste Management Open, the 10th through the 13th, <clears throat> with Kepka being the winner last year. Then your guy, Homa, won the Genesis Invitational oh, So you're last saying year. I should have waited. You should have waited. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, and, and that's... Damn you, Homa. That was, that was always the case. Like, we were either oh. a week ahead or a week... We were mostly a week ahead. A, a week ahead. We were mostly a week ahead in our picks. Yes. And then the Honda Classic, and I don't, I don't know his golfer, so again, it's not a big deal. Matt Jones. Oh yeah. And that was, and that will be the Honda Classic at the PGA National in Palm Beach. Oh well, it's a good course. Yeah. So see how they okay. hang out in the West in the spring in the in the winter. They hang out in the West. And that's baseball. You guys need to think about that. Yeah, I mean the PGA Tour. They they've nailed that part of it. Hawaii, California, Florida. And then we'll come north. And then we'll come north. Yeah. And I, and I understand that. So, yeah. um, And then to reiterate, and then we'll wrap up because, man, I can't believe this is what happens when you talk golf. You go a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, August, 
Uh, June 23rd through 26th is the U.S. Senior Open in our in our back porch. Yep. And then the BMW is down in Wilmington in September 18th through the 21st. Two tournaments very close. Two tournaments very close. Yep. So there you have it. That's going to be our. That's going to be this week's podcast. Um, and just real quick, just okay, to give open. you a heads up. Sorry, our fantasy picks. We will get to pick a golfer twice. Correct. Unlike my fantasy league, where you can only go once, unless they win. Right. And then you're done. Yes. Okay. So just a little. So preview. we're using. We're going to use the money list. Yes. So I was. I was coming up. I was trying to come up with this whole thing, like, you know, ten points for first place, five points for a top ten. Mm. Three points for oh. the top twenty-five, and then if they missed a cut, like do you subtract two or three points? Yeah, minus two, like minus a two, quarterback whatever. interception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> penalty. Here's penalty five, minus five. That's actually an interesting idea. We we could bat that around after we get off the air here. Sure. Um, we have another week to think about that's it. That's actually another two weeks. To another, think about yeah. It. Another week. Another week to think about it. Yeah. I don't want to say two weeks, but another week. Yeah. So we'll see. But so either we'll see. way, we will begin uh, with our picks next week. Again, if you want my input on fantasy this week, Berger is my guy. But, again, I picked Homo last week. So there you go. <laughs> this is Look, there are going to be plenty of weeks where you and I come on the next week going, man, what? I missed another cut. What in the world? What were is we th- happening? What were we thinking? What, it's great. We love it. But that's – that's why we. That's why we talk about this, and that's, this is what has been our last. Who knows how long? Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Hope you everybody. guys appreciated it. Love. Hope you would love your input. Uh, so, on the T Box Twenty Two at Gmail dot com. Let us know. Love us or hate us. We'll talk to you later. See ya.